Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 13 continued. To be his victim, to be at his disposal. From this near-fatal illness, Mother Teresa recovered. She remained at the head of her congregation until March 1997, six months before her death, when, to her great joy, Sister M. Nirmala Josie, M.C., was elected as her successor. In May, against all medical advice, Mother Teresa set out on what was to be her last journey to Rome, New York, and Washington, D.C. Sister Nirmala was aware of the gravity of the situation, but also of the motives behind Mother Teresa's determination. The doctor was absolutely against Mother's traveling to the USA for it was too dangerous for Mother's life. I understood how important the religious professions of the sisters were for Mother, for in each profession she offered so many consecrated souls to Jesus to quench his thirst for them and for souls. This perhaps was the last time Mother would have the chance of doing it, This was her mission of quenching the thirst of Jesus for love and for souls. And I knew I had to support Mother's decision to go to the USA for this purpose, even at the risk of her life. If Mother had lost her life during the journey, it would be the consummation of her life in the fulfillment of her mission for which Jesus had called her. That would be her joy and glory. When Mother Teresa returned to Calcutta in July, after a hectic and exhausting journey, she quietly told a friend, My work is done. She was overjoyed to be back home at the mother house in her beloved Calcutta, where she had always desired to die. One of the sisters remarked, After her return from Rome, Mother had been extremely happy, joyful, optimistic, and talkative. Her face was always radiant, full of fun. The Lord must have revealed to her the impending end of her life. A few days before Mother Teresa's death, a sister witnessed a scene that confirmed her heroic fidelity to her private vow not to refuse God anything. I saw Mother alone, facing a picture of the holy face, and she was saying, Jesus, I never refuse you anything. I thought she was talking to someone. I went in again. Again, I heard the same. Jesus, I have never refused you anything. Mother Teresa had kept her word to God. She had succeeded in not refusing Jesus anything for 55 years, welcoming each situation 
as a new opportunity to be faithful to the love she had pledged. From the earliest days of her congregation, she had always been keen on instructing her young followers not to refuse God anything and to offer their lives to God without reserve. Her vision of a true missionary of charity was demanding indeed. As she wrote in the explanation of the original constitutions of the order, True love is surrender. The more we love, the more we surrender. If we really love souls, we must be ready to take their place, to take their sins upon us and face the anger of God. It is only thus that we make ourselves their means and them our end. We must be living holocausts, for the world needs us as such. For by giving the little we possess, we give all. And that there is no limit to the love that prompts us to give. To give oneself completely to God is to be his victim. The victim of his unwanted love. The love that made the heart of God love men so much. This is the spirit of our society one of complete giving to God. We cannot be pleased with the common. What is good for other religious may not be sufficient for us. We have to satiate the thirst of an infinite God dying of love. Only total surrender can satisfy. Only total surrender can satisfy the burning desire of a true missionary of charity to be his victim, to be at his disposal. This is what she herself had been for decades now, a true missionary of charity, a victim for others. And through all the suffering that this entailed, she lived with a deep joy, originating from her wholehearted response to Jesus' call. An Till her last days, and while her last days continued to be marked with physical and spiritual pain, those around her could see that she was consciously preparing for the moment of meeting God, and the thought of going home to God filled her with joy. One of the sisters remembered, towards the last, Mother spoke so much of heaven, and she showed so much concern for every sister. Mother was very loving and affectionate. She was very joyful and radiant. And one of the missionaries of charity fathers recalled, as she approached the end of her life when she spoke, you could hear in her message her own longing, thirst to be with Jesus her longing to go home to God. If someone begged, Mother, don't leave us, we can't live without you. She would simply say, Don't worry. Mother can do much more for you when I am in heaven. On September 5th, 1997, after 8 p.m., Mother Teresa complained of severe back pain 
Soon her condition was aggravated by the inability to breathe. The sisters at the mother house were alarmed. All was done to help her. A doctor and a priest were called in. Unexpectedly, the electricity failed, and the whole house was in darkness. Foreseeing an emergency, the sisters had secured two independent electric supplies. But both lines went out at the same time. Such a thing had never happened before. Prompt and expert medical aid could not help, as the breathing machine, BiPAP, could not be started. It was 9.30 p.m., while Calcutta was in darkness, the earthly life of the one who had brought so much light to this city and to the whole world was extinguished. Even so, her mission continues. From heaven, she still responds to Jesus' call, Come, be my light. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why would Mother Teresa die in darkness? Why would God allow this to happen? Electricity to fail, the two independent electric supplies failing, Calcutta itself being in darkness. That's the event. What's the meaning? What is God trying to tell us? Well, just as Jesus once said, I am the light of the world. So he was saying to us on the day that mother died, September 5th, 1997. He's saying again, I am the light of the world. I am the true light that enlightens every man. Mother Teresa was in darkness, not only because it's an eloquent expression of how she lived for 50 years. But also because it was trying to tell us that Mother Teresa was not the light herself. That Mother Teresa herself pointed to something else. Mother Teresa was trying to show us that whatever light she had, it did not come from her. The light that shone in her was the light of lights, the light from light, the light of Jesus. And her whole mission was to let his light shine into the world. But wait a minute, we say. Jesus told her. Jesus told her, come be my light. 
Again, that's the very interesting thing. On that inspiration day, our Lord said to her, come be my light. She didn't say to him, you, Jesus, be my light. He said to her, come be my light. Well, we have to read those words in the way our Lord wants us to. And our Lord told us, you do not light a lamp and put it under a bushel, but you set it on a stand so that it can shed light throughout the house. Come be my light means come and be my lampstand. Come and be my lamp. Come and allow me to light you. Receive my light and be my light. Be my light for those who don't have the light. Be my light in the dark slums of Calcutta with the poorest of the poor who will not receive me. But if you, mother, dress like a, them, if you dress like an Indian among Indians and you bring my light to them, if you come be my light, mother, they will receive you. Or to put it another way, Jesus is in the poor, in the person of the poor, in the person of the unbeliever, the person who's in darkness. And he's saying to her, thirsting for love, come be my light. Come like a lamp with the light of Jesus and bring that light to me. Come be my light. And Mother Teresa was telling all of us, by dying in darkness, or rather God was telling us, by arranging things in that way, that if we want to follow Mother, we cannot think that the light we have is our own. If we want to be a light to others, if we want to bring a light to others, it's got to be the light of Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.